I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? Hold, Hold on there. Hold on there, voiceover dude. What? Yeah, I have, I have a few things I need to say. <laughs> Fine. All right. So, uh, Thatch, I know I've said you look like Tom from MySpace in the past. And frankly, yeah, that still holds true. However, episode 299. Thanks for reading my email. But I totally didn't have the Green Tauros badge. Yeah. You said I did. Didn't. I don't. Didn't think I had to mention it in the email. Uh, apparently I did. That's my bad. That's on me. However, that said, we we want your wife to take over hosting duties. Yeah, thought about it. And, you know, she's better at the Pokemon than you are. You know, I mean, it's harsh, but it's it's true. Sorry about that. But, uh, yeah, congratulations on episode 301. Yes, I said 301 because you you forgot to play the intro I sent you for episode 300. That's cool. That's cool. No worries. No worries. But, uh, yeah, let's get a voiceover guy back in here. Uh, thanks. Uh, no problem. Get out of here. Fine. Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. Then, for the host in attendance and for the hundreds listening at home, uh, let's get ready to buckle. And if you're not down with that, we've got two words for you. Buckle podcast. Play the epic music. And welcome to the 301st episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my, uh, let's say, uh, a live co-host. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one I'm going to go with. Somewhat alive. <laughs> Dead on the inside. It's uh, my manic. <laughs> and Mr. Maximus. <laughs> one, of you didn't, one of you didn't die from a hurricane. That's all I care about. Um, not so and far. S- not yet, right? <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, for those of you who are new to the show, uh, this is Puckle. Po- they stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League. It's a nonsensical name I came up with in 2007. Um, uh, this is our 10th year. Uh, that's, that's really weird to think about. Uh, for the past seven months thinking, or the past eight months, it's been really weird to think about that. And, but, uh, 
we we talk pretty much everything Pokemon, whether it be the trading card game, the video game, uh, everything. As you can see by the title today, is going to be a very heavy video game day. But as always, uh, I want to just ask you guys what you've been up to in Pokemon lately. How how are your Pokemon lives? Uh, either of you can start. I don't care which one. All right. Well, um, I'm now the proud owner of all of the legendary birds in Pokemon Go. Happy Ooh. about that. Oh. Um, so that was good. And then that's the main thing that's been exciting. I bought a bunch of car- uh, code cards for uh, Burning Shadows. Ooh. Because that's okay. finally available. Um, and I'm excited about Ho-OGX. Are you, is do you, what are you planning on doing with Ho GX? I only ask because I definitely have like three of them. Uh, Ho GX Volcanion. That's the that's the play. Is that is that what you think? Absolutely. Because I've it's seen I've seen people that you could boost. I've seen a lot of people play Ho GX Turtonator. Well, not a lot. You of can people. throw that by, by a lot. I mean, like two. Basics. Yeah, I, I've yeah, heard like and two. And that gives you two different uh, GX attacks to pick from as well. Mm-hmm. And then with Kiawe, Ho OGX can oh, yeah. like attack turn two. So yeah, Kiawe is like nutsos for fire. Like it's really nice. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been playing some TCG myself. Um, not so much this week. Uh, this week was a this week was a roller coaster of emotions. So uh, <laughs> what about you, Maximus? What have you been up to? Actually, I've been just rearranging some of my Pokemon in the, the old games, just finding out which ones mm-hmm. I port over, which ones I should leave behind, just in case I need to make some new ones down the road. Because once yeah. you go forward, you can't go back with certain Pokemon. So, yeah, just being cautious about that. But overall, just making some new pokes. Hopefully, I'll be able to put them in action down the line. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying them out on Pokemon Showdown. But other than that, I've been doing all right. That's good. Uh, myself, I've been trying to get back into VGC. Um, I've been playing and losing a lot. Like, I, I'm just so rusty VGC. Like, VGC. I didn't realize how bad it got. Because, like, with OU, um, with OU and, like, single battles, I can kind of just... Once I once I get a feel... F- once I get back, like, I'm okay. And it's like riding a bike. But with VGC, it is... I, maybe I didn't know how to ride the bike before, which is a very realistic possibility. <laughs> But I I do not know what I'm doing whatsoever. Like I'm trying to figure it out, and I, I'm sure like in a few weeks, like I can come back and be like, I think I figured this VGC thing out, and be like fifty percent good at the game. But we'll see, because not a lot of like general Pokemon knowledge ports over to VGC. I found in my in my personal opinion, um, it's just a lot of uh, it's a, you have to figure out because there's there's just there's definitely a lot of different plays to make when you come to VGC. When you move port to VGC, port. I have not, the same problem right when I play singles going from VGC. Yeah, it's, it's like it's oh, a, I have all of this knowledge that is now useless. It's a weird. It, like the only thing I've noticed really helps me in moving from like OU to VGC is like I know my speed tiers. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I know my speed tiers and in, uh, in Pokemon, regardless of the format, I can probably tell you ninety percent of the time who's faster than who, and that's. That's good enough, I think, to for an extent. Um, that, that's part of the reason we're doing the draft league, guys. I just did the I did my draft league battle this week against Ozzy. Uh, we came out victorious. Um, sorry to Ozzy. <laughs> um, we came out victorious, so we're one zero right now. Uh, we get to play Scrawn on Tuesday, so if you guys haven't already, check out the Twitch on Tuesday at seven p.m. Eastern. We're going to be playing Scrawn. It's going to be Scrawn v Thatch. 
I think it's the uh, what are the team names? It's the Chicago Bear Ticks versus the San Diego Salandits. Um, it's uh, we're both one and zero, so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna play to see who who's gonna be two and zero and who's gonna be one and one. So it's gonna be really exciting. I, I'm excited for that match. That's definitely gonna be one of like my better matches this season, and I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to it a lot. Um, on top of that, uh, yeah, I mean that's what that's what I've been doing. I've been doing a lot of, bat- a lot of battling this week. And just trying to get into new metas and try to figure it out. Because I really want to get into VGC with, like, premiere challenges that are going to start to gear up here in the next month or so. And I want to hit a couple of premiere challenges this this fall. Just to get an idea for it and get a feel for the VGC scene again. And, and of course, the meta is just going to change and flip on its head in December. So, uh, we well, probably not flip on its head. But it's, gonna, it's definitely going to change in December. Maybe a completely new meta. Like completely different rule set so who yeah knows? they could they could do a completely different rule set i i see it opening well yeah i guess it would be because they probably open up to national decks or something mm, and we'll see I, I i don't i don't think they will well maybe i don't know it depends on what ultra sun and ultra moon's decks looks like i think looking at that but historically what it's been is regional decks national decks and then legendaries i think they're gonna if i were them this is what I would do because I think Sublime, you could back me up. VGC 16 was definitely like their worst year for um, for participation because of that that entry barrier of entry with uh, you know with good IV good yeah. IV legendaries, yeah. And mm. so that I I don't think they'll do that again, and I think they should steer away from it. I think they understand that like there is a difference between the participation they have now versus the participation they had then. And if if I were them, I would go this year regional decks. Um, then VGC eighteen could be national decks, and the year after that, um, they could open it back up to megas, which I think would be well, interesting. It's interesting to hmm. see if they're going to do a national decks this year because Gen Seven got rid of the national decks. So there's some people who are speculating mm-hmm. that maybe they'll just do a regional decks again, but it'll be uh, the Ultra Sun Ultra Moon region. Yeah, I. I'd be okay with that as well. I also, yeah. I also see them bringing the national decks back in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I don't. Why? take it out then? Why take it out then? They why take it out to begin with? Nobody exactly. understands. No, I think that's because it was intentional because they want to transition the national decks from the games into the Pokebank. Uh, I think I think that's true to an extent. But go ahead, Maximus. You were saying words. I kind of find it weird that they didn't just do like the old school ways, like after you beat the well, not the elite four, but the champion or the Kahuna, mm-hmm. the, the big, the, the big guy at the end. They just didn't give you the national decks afterwards. It's kind of weird that way. I, I which I think is very intentional. I think that's how it's going to be going forward. I don't, that you know what this could all happen because I don't understand what they do anymore. Uh, they they have done all of the things I'd never expected them to do. You know so. what? I don't think they know what they're doing. Or I don't uh, think they know what it is they're going to do a little bit. They, uh, or I they think don't they, understand it. Uh, I, I, I could agree with you to an extent. Uh, <laughs> I think they understand what they're going to do with Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon right now. I don't know that at this present time they know a lot about what they're going to do moving forward. Um, I feel like the Switch announcement kind of came out of like it was almost a reaction, right? It was probably something that was being like tossed around on the table before E3. And then they saw the reaction to Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon when it was announced. And it was kind of one of those things that are like, okay, we are tossing this around. It's happening because if not, we're like, people are going to be upset. People want this. And so they, they went ahead because that's what it felt like in the E3 presentation, at least. The E3 presentation, it felt like it was definitely just thrown in there. 
And mm. I, I don't know. I, I And even then, if you look at like their Game Informer interviews, I don't think that they knew they were so early in the planning stations, stages for uh, for the Pokemon on the Switch game that they didn't know what they were going to do with it. I don't think they were being coy in that in that circumstance, but they could have been. They they are notorious for that. So, uh, but yeah, okay. So let's uh, let's switch on over to the news because there was plenty of news, though we're not going to talk about all of it. So we are going to cue the epic music. <laughs> Radio Tower. This just in. And on to the on to the news. In the news, there's several things happened because we didn't do any segment last week. Um, first of all, uh, all of our predictions came came true when Shamu and I and who else was there at the time? Oh my gosh, I totally forget. I totally forget who was on the show two weeks ago. Um, whatever. Oh, Viger. It was Viger. Yes. And so we were talking about. Um, we were talking about Lycanroc probably getting another evolution, and that's exactly what happened. We have Lycanroc, uh, Lycanroc Dawn form, dusk. super on a dusk form. That's right. Oh my gosh, I'm awful. Uh, Lycanroc dusk form, and it's essentially both Lycanrocs, and you told them to kiss, and then it mostly came out Lycanroc midday. And so, <laughs> hmm. um, it's, it's a really cool concept though. I, I'm a fan. I'm actually, it's grown on me a lot, actually. And if you look, watch it in the anime and you look at the official Sugimori art for it, I think it looks way better than the in-game sprites. So that's just my opinion. Um, other news, uh, Mewtwo is out in uh, Pokemon Go as like a super exclusive raid that you have to be invited to, I think. It's, uh, it's really confusing to me and I don't understand how it works. So I just don't care. Uh, <laughs> Um, too much Pokemon Go raid stuff happening. Um, let's see what else happened in this past week. Pokemon Worlds happened. That was cool. Um, actually, did you know Worlds this year? Like in the in the for VGC Masters, this was like the first time in forever that both teams were completely different. Like they just had all six different Pokemon. They had some really unique Pokemon on those. Yeah, teams. and it wasn't it wasn't like anything in the meta. I have to say, you know, I was. I was very um, excited about that. Uh, so let me let me list off the winners real quick here for you guys. For TCG Juniors, it was Tobias Stromdahl. I watched that, and it was great. I also watched the uh, the senior TCG champions. That was uh, a fun match. That was a fun match with the Froakie with the <laughs> with bubble. With the bubble. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but unfortunately, he didn't win. Zachary Bokhari won. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Uh, what's even more awesome, though, is the Masters in TCG. It is a uh, – it is an, I believe he's from Argentina. Yeah. Uh, uh, Diego Casaraga. So he's like the first Latin American champion, which is really cool. Um, next for VGC Junior is Nicholas Khan. I did not get to catch that one, unfortunately. Nor did I get to catch the seniors in VGC, which was Hong Jong. G- oh my gosh, that sounds really bad on my part, but that's what it sounds like on the in the phonetic uh, in the phonetic pronunciations. Uh, next for VGC Matters or Masters, it was Rayota Utsubo. Um, he was also playing against an Australian. I forget his name. Sam um, Pandelis. That's it. And he that was a fun match. That was a good that was match. A good match. And both their teams were really interesting, and I liked both of them. Um, Japan definitely came back with like 
just definitely came back this year. So good for them because they were just gone during VGC 16. But this year they came back and they, they won it all. Also, I like that it was an Australian versus um, versus someone from Japan. Yeah. I do too. Be- and I think all of the Americans were rooting for Japan just because of how um, badly Americans did at the North American International. Right? Yeah, the Australians like <laughs> swept the whole yeah, thing. I, like they had and- a vendetta against poor Sam. Yeah, the well, the Australian like I I really like what where the direction that Pokemon is going right now because a lot more nationalities are getting involved and a lot of them are really good. It's, it's we're in a place where like American can't be like oh we're default like in this you know, mm-hmm. and so I mean the the Japanese players are doing really well. It they they've always been doing really well though. Um, and then you have the Australians who definitely came back this year and it's really great because they've got started to get way more support for like. Um, regionals mm-hmm. and stuff like that as well um, and then even then you have Latin America that has grown to a point that their championship point like requirements went have up. Yeah. went up this year which is really exciting and so I'm, I'm really excited to see that like the international community is growing for this so look out for that it's just it's really cool I am a big fan so let's see but yeah, that's uh, worlds. That that's the recap you guys can get. Uh, you can watch all the videos. I'm sure somewhere on the internet. Yes, it so. <laughs> is important to note though that Whimsicott was on the winning team. Yeah, Whimsicott was on the winning team. I, that's just been one of those Pokemon that's been a support for so long. It was just inevitable. Yeah, it's been it's been it's been in a support position for so long. Um, I'm more so, excited about Crocodile being on the winning team because I am a big fan mm-hmm. of Crocodile. Crocodile is really. I did. I don't think he brought it to the final matches though. Um, it's on the winning team. It don't it's on the winning. <laughs> <laughs> um, it did work somewhere, right? Uh, so, in addition to that, we have uh, a few other things that happened. Um, Pokemon ter- Pokemon Tournament DX now has a demo out on the eShop for the Switch. If you guys want to try that out, um, it's like you get to play like fifteen matches or something, it's, and you can play as Pikachu, Charizard, and Napoleon. So nothing super excited, but it's there. Uh, there's also, if you live anywhere but America, you can download, uh, Pokemon Green, Red, and Blue on the international version, or, uh, the virtual console for, I believe, like a 30% discount or something like that. The sale runs until, uh, September 4th. So. Ooh, I might take advantage of that. Well, you can't because you live in America. Oh. Um, wait, 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 wait. There's a way to get around that. Uh, you have to go to the, you definitely have to go to, like, the Japanese or European eShops. Um, which is unfortunate. Uh, in addition to that, um, other, and speaking of other things that America doesn't get, uh, <laughs> it was announced this week that, uh, Pokemon Gold and Silver are going to be going to, or last week actually, um, that Pokemon Gold and Silver were going to get like cool box art forms for the European and Japanese markets. Which just include the download code inside, so there's nothing like inside the boxes. But the boxes are cool nonetheless, and I need to express how upset I am that I do not get those here in the United States. And those games are coming out in like le- in like three weeks. I I am super excited for this actually. Like I am more excited than I should be to be able to play Pokemon Gold and Silver on my 3ds. <laughs> um, I I I don't know when they're gonna have the Pokemon like the Pokebank uh support ready i hope it's soon but again it could just be whenever whenever they feel like it it did take them a few months to do it for uh for red and blue 
But I, I kind of hope that it's just kind of like available at launch since they have all of the software already in place for that for the most part. Let's see. Um, there's a bunch of news that we want to talk about at the topic. I don't want to, I don't want to break that yet. Uh, <laughs> uh, Shining Legends got a release date finally, it sounds like, which comes out October 6th. Shining Legends, for those of you who aren't in the TCG sphere, is pretty much like a new generation set. Uh, you can only buy these packs in boxes and it's kind of sad and annoying. Um, so it, yeah that, that is really annoying like it was cool when it was just generations and i understood generations but now they're just like let's do this again and take all of thatch's money so <laughs> that's what's happening uh they're taking all of my money making pin boxes and they're gonna make a special elite trainer box for it with really cool sleeves and i'm gonna buy it so <laughs> uh let's see um, there was also a random video this week of the hiker at the top of the volca- of Wayla Volcano for Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. That just happened. Nobody understands what's going on. It's nobody. Nobody understands. So other than that, though, I think that is going to be it for the news segment. Uh, we act- we absolutely have more news to talk about. You can tell because we didn't talk about the trailer or the announcements made for the video game itself. So. We're gonna we're gonna come back and talk about that during the topic. But until then, we are gonna take uh, we're gonna take our co-hosts and we're gonna quiz them on their innate Pokemon knowledge. So we are going to uh, we're gonna go to Puckle's Poke Quiz. And welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz, the segment of the show where we quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. So, of course, guys, that means no internet browsers uh, allowed whatsoever. you got to use what's in your heads. Uh, so, you guys will have five questions. One of them will have a bonus point in it. And one of them, uh, and if you want, you have a hint that you can use. But if you get all of the questions correct, you can go ahead and use that hint for an extra point. I don't think all of the questions are terribly difficult today, (laughs) but I'm always surprised sometimes by things that I think are common knowledge and everybody else doesn't. So (laughs) we're going to go ahead and ask you guys questions if you are ready. Are you guys ready? As I'll ever be. Perfect. (laughs) Uh, So question number one, this is right off the bat, the one worth the bonus point. So... (laughs) um, Unsurprisingly, because there are just so many Pokemon, there are three families of Pokemon that have appeared in every regional dex thus far, thanks to Black and White 2 expanding upon the Generation 5 uh, uh, regional dex. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of these families is the Zubat family. So I was just thinking Zubat. Yeah, it oh. is Zubat. Uh, that's one of them. But there are two more, and so I want to know, uh, for one point apiece, what these other two are. Oh, we're starting with this oh, question off of that. <laughs> yeah. It gets easier from here, I think. So, <laughs> and I was just thinking Zubat. Why couldn't you let us pick Zubat? <laughs> because I thought that was the easy one. <laughs> oh well, luck. Mm-hmm. It's in every regional mm-hmm. deck, so you you ha- you can make some like you can make some uh, some educated guesses there. You know what? I think and uh, I think Psyduck is one of them, actually. You know, you wouldn't be wrong. Because I feel like I've heard a question like this. Before. I think I've used this exact same question before, but nobody pays attention to my questions. So, um, 
Actually, I think I included the. I didn't. I, I let them pick Zubat as one of their answers. Well, that's not fair. <laughs> um, the I only one gonna... I'm not 100 percent about is is Psyduck in Hoenn, because I Psyduck... think it's in every other region. In Hoenn, let me think. Um, that's my bread and butter. Think it is. Hold on, double click. Go because I remember the old book. Uh, actually, hold on. I can't recall. I know Meryl's in it. I'm going to need an answer. You know, Psyduck's a good guess. Go ahead with that one. But That's going to be my one. guess. My guess will be Psyduck. Okay, do you have another one? See, I was going to say Pikachu, but I know it's not Pikachu. I know for I, I believe it's not Pikachu. Wait a minute. Could it be Pikachu? See, I feel like I was, I was one of the people that answered this question. And I said Pikachu, but it wasn't right. Uh, Can you get a Pikachu in Unova is the only question, because I know it's in every other region for sure. I'm going to need an answer, guys. Uh, do we have to give you both answers at once? Yes, you need to give me both answers uh, at once. You don't get more time uh, to think about it. It's Wait, try to, what about Tentacool? Going through my mental... Uh, I know Come on, for, I'm going to need an answer, guys. I need all right, an yeah, let's do Tentacool and... Side up family? You want to do that? Sure, let's do that. So that is that is correct on one account uh, and incorrect on another. Uh, so you you are still eligible to cash in the hint, by the way. So the Psyduck is correct. Yay! Uh, Psyduck is is available in every regional decks. The other Pokemon that's available in every regional decks is Magnemite. It Magnemite. turns out, yeah. I where you at? Mm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so Magnemite is available in every regional decks as well. Uh, Tentacool is not. I believe it's not in the uh, in the Unova decks. Unova cuts a lot of things out. Um, Pikachu, because you guys were thinking about Pikachu, is not available in Unova. It's actually the only generation that you have to bring Pikachu from another generation in. So, yeah, it's it's really weird that they did that. There's also like there's like a Pikachu shaped bush in that game, so it's really weird to think about. But uh, that said, yeah, you get a point for Psyduck, and you're still you're still eligible for the hint. So. You're you're good to go. Okay. So uh, we're going to move on to question number two then. Uh, so we have seen many Pokemon abilities that are completely redundant. And a good example of this is Insomnia, which doesn't which prevents you from falling asleep, which is the exact same ability as Vital Spirit, which also prevents you from falling asleep. Uh, it turns out that there is one Pokemon that can have both of these abilities. Uh, and I want to know what Pokemon that is. All right. We- Repeat that. What, what were the, um, the abilities again? Uh, insomnia and Vital Spirit. Huh. Um, insomnia. Oh wait, isn't that um, isn't that Vigor? Isn't that Vigoroth? Vigoroth, I think, gets Vital Spirit, but I don't know if he gets Insomnia. That uh, might be his hidden ability. Do they even get hidden abilities? You would think they 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 don't. You would think? Well, I know. No, they can't because Slackoff and Slacking only have one. So it's kind of impossible for Vigoroth to have two. It might because there's, I think there's evolution chains where the final evolution can only have one, but the pre-evolutions can still have a hidden ability. No, because like, like I was saying, Slackoff can't have two because it only has Truant. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Then... I feel like... I think... Is it a fighting Pokemon? I was thinking of Mankey. I know Mankey gets one of those. I don't know if it gets both of those. I don't think, yeah, like, no. I think it's Vital Spirit, I think. Or maybe a ghost type? 
I don't see a ghost type having vital spirit, though. Because it's a spirit. Do you want to use the hint on this one? Yeah, sure. Uh, this Pokemon shares typing with one of the legendary birds. Oh, okay. Um, oh, do you think it's Delibird? Somnia. Oh, that, that is true. It does get vital spirit. See, is it vital spirit, insomnia, and hustle? Because I know it has hustle. As yeah. a hidden ability. So do you think it's that one? Um, there's a bunch of... The other options would be fire flying. I can't think of any of the fire flying types having that. I know Charizard and Talonflame uh, don't have that. I don't see Amolga having that either. No, it has Volt. Yeah. yeah so Vol- why don't we go for... Um, yeah, Delibird. Yeah, let's do Delibird. Is that your final answer? Yes. That is correct. Uh, it is Delibird. Delibird is uh, can have both of those abilities with Hustle. Uh, it's just redundancy incarnate. Uh, Delibird's also awful, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, uh, okay, moving on then. Question number three. So every player character in Pokemon has a canonical name, such as Red being the player character in Red and Blue, Gold being the player character in... Uh, in gold and silver and then dawn and lucas being the player characters in diamond and pearl um so it turns out really every single one of these characters has a canonical name i was wondering uh this this includes these games as well actually um what is the canonical name of the player character in pokemon coliseum oh crud. Uh, that guy um i called him that, a hero <laughs> <laughs> He has a canonical name, it turns out. Uh-huh. Yeah. See, if, you were, if we were playing Pokemon XD, I'd be able to tell you. Ah. I almost asked that today, but I'm just like, no, the first one. That's going to be easier, right? No. Oh, because I, played, no. I, was playing XD. I was playing XD earlier this week. Well, two weeks ago, I should say. I guess Joe, because I don't know. What <laughs> It'd be, it's going to be weird if it's, de- it's one of the default names on on there. Oh, it is. I will yeah, tell you is. for sure. It is. It is one of the yeah. default names on there. Every every single one of these canonical names is on the defaults. Is Bert? No, that's a gym leader. Nope. I have no idea. I've never played it. I have, but I, I always picked a, a, a name. Unless it's called Maximus, I don't think it's going to be it. Um... <laughs> is that your final answer? No, 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 no. What's a cool name? He looks cool. We got to give him a cool name for the guess. Uh, I need an answer. I need called? an answer. You want to call Justin? No, oh, no, I'm just kidding. I need an answer. Just give me an answer. I'll take <laughs> Justin. I have no idea. It can be Justin. Let's go Justin. Justin that, Gates. That is... That is unfortunately incorrect. Uh, the name of the player character, I would have taken. The American name for him is Wes, and in Japanese, his name was Wes. Leo. So uh, I would have taken either of those, but his name is Wes. That's a, wait, so that's unfortunately, it's incorrect. Uh, I think it's American. Wes Craven. Uh, like Wesley. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. So, all right, moving on. We're going to go ahead and we're going to ask you question number four. You guys are still at two points. So uh, we know HMs are long gone, but I still wanted to ask you a question. Uh, anyway, 
Uh, it turns out that of all of the HMs, one of them had his move changed more than all of the other moves. Which HM was this? I think that it's is the Flash. I, I, give me the number. Give me the number, obviously. But. Oh, oh, which one has had the number change the no, no, that nothing. it is? No, no, Wait, no, 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 no. The, the, na- the number has been assigned to more moves than any other Got number. Got it. So you're saying, like, HM1 has been, like, seven different moves or something. Yes. That, which one of those oh, had the most? Okay. Yeah. Huh. Um, hmm. That's not cut. It's always been HM1 for the longest time. Like, Flash is usually two. Um, it's probably one of the least popular ones. Is, uh, huh. Hmm. I feel like it might be five, because the fifth HM sometimes changes between games. Hmm. Yeah, because remember there was one, which one was Rock Climb? Uh, that's, I don't remember. Because I know I, World, because I know Whirlpool was one, Rock Climb was another, but I think that's kind of gone. Yeah. Um. I feel like they had the same one. Is that your final answer? Five. Wait, wait what, what final answer? Five. It's five. Your final answer. Oh yeah, go for it. Um, sure. Uh, take the wheel. I guess we'll go with five. That is correct. Uh, so uh, HM five was, I believe it was Flash. It was Defog. It was Whirlpool. It's also the only HM to change mid generation uh, because of Generation four switching it from Defog to uh, Whirlpool. Um, it was also, man, it was a lot of different things. Um, I think it was also at one point rock smash, if I'm not mistaken. It was, it was something else. There were, there were four different moves that it was, but regardless, you guys got it correct. So we're going to move on to question number five. You guys are at three points. And so, uh, this is the question I ask you guys every week. I ask you about base stats. And so this week I'm asking you about electric type Pokemon. Uh, which electric type Pokemon has the highest base defense stat of all electric type Pokemon? Oh, wait, that has to be a lonely um, golem, doesn't it? Base defense. Um, it has to be. Off the, off the that top sounds of head. like it. Um, that would be high. Oh, wait a minute. Zekrom is 120. Yeah, golem would be higher. Yeah, it had to be. Base defense? Now, this yeah, is base defense. It would be a lot Sp- harder. Physical, but... physical defense. Yeah. Yeah, uh, is that your final answer? <laughs> is this your final answer, guys? Yeah. I I'm like going through a list of legendaries in my head, and I can't think of anything higher than that. All right, uh, a Lolan Golem. It turns out is correct. Yay! Uh, so you guys got four points today. That changes the standing slightly. Uh, <laughs> slightly, I'll say. Um, oops. Oh my gosh, I'm awful. Uh, because I didn't turn off my uh, soundboard. Um, started playing the theme song and everything. I even thought to myself, like, let's turn off the soundboard today. Uh, but I didn't listen to myself. So we're going to sort the columns. Uh, so this makes uh, this puts Snag in first place with 25 points. Whimsicott in second place with 19 points. Jushiro in third place with 17 points. Maximus, you are now in fourth place. Uh, by with uh, 16 points. Sublime, you are now in fifth place with 14 points. Dr. Shamu, you are in uh, sixth place with 12 points. Bo is in seventh with 11. Uh, Viger and Scrawn are tied for eighth place with 10 points. Baskets at seven. Gator is at four. And it's the race to 30, guys. First to 30 wins the prize of, I think it's coasters again. 
but <laughs> coasters are cool. So uh, that's it for this week's episode of Puckles Poke Quiz. We are going to take a short break here, guys, and we are going to come right back at you with the topic. Greetings, listeners. It's the Puckle Shadow President Scrum here to reveal top-secret information about the League's behind-the-scenes behavior. For those who are not yet aware, Puckle has begun top-secret operations on our Discord server. To join us there, visit our website and click on the chat tab. Our website also has a variety of extra features, including badge earning and the ability to listen to older episodes. Lastly, be sure to send in mailbags to pucklepodcast at gmail.com so that you can tell everyone how much you adore me. Listen, see you on the dark side of the flip-flop. <laughs> And on to the topic. The topic today is going to be based on the Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon trailers and news that we received last week during Worlds. There's just so much of it, so we're gonna we're gonna jump right on in. Uh, the first piece I think is interesting from a competitive perspective more than anything else, and it's pretty much what we all expected: more Z moves that are exclusive to different Pokemon. Komo is getting his own Z move, which is really nice. Uh, Clangorous scales, more more than likely based on uh, what's the other one? Clanging scales. I guess it becomes Clangorous yeah. Soul Blaze. Oh, Soul Blaze! Yes, my bad. Um, <laughs> I'm wrong. I'm wrong. You, like I told you before we started, tell me when I'm wrong because I probably am. And That's what so, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually okay with this move because it's pretty much exactly what Como O needed to not be complete garbage. Agreed. Um, so, cl- uh, clinging scales already was an all right move. 100 percent accuracy, 110 attack. It's special attack based though. Because Koma O just clanks its scales together. It's a dragon type move. And with the prevalence of fairies right now, not a huge thing. That not not like the greatest thing that could happen. Um but the Z move uh boosts all of his stats by one stage, which is fantastic. That's pretty much all he needed. Yeah, it's, because... it's it's like a dragon dance and then some. And so I'm really interested to see, even though it doesn't do damage to fairy type it, Pokemon, it, it'll obviously still boost Pokemon too. Yeah, so in doubles. So it's actually yeah, it's interesting for VGC, I think. Just with like the prevalence of Garchomp right now. Um the the only problem I have with it is that fairy types are just so prevalent and Koma O takes that times four from fairy. Like really mm-hmm. not well at all. So <laughs> um you'd you would have to use like a redirection user or something like that. But even then Dazzling Gleam. I don't know what the calc is for Dazzling Gleam hitting Koma O from like a Tapu Coco, but I imagine it's not too great. Um eh, it depends how you build your Pokemon, I guess. Yeah, uh, I'm plus, just a boost to special defense will definitely help. Uh it will, but Tapu Koko moves before Como O does. Yes. So uh, you're hopefully so, doing this when Tapu Koko's not out. Yeah, you would have to you'd have to do that. Uh okay, so Dazzling Gleam does uh, 155% to Como O uh, <laughs> from a Tapu Koko. So yes, Whoa. you'd have to you'd have to have not you'd have to not have Tapu Koko out. Well, you could That's have exactly a Rangaroo right. make you go first. Uh, wait, or Orangaroo makes... What do you mean? Orangaroo you know, making you go first? Oh, you mean that, like a trick move? room? Or no, like, no, 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 there's a move. Oh, instruct? instruct you can't instruct a Z yeah, move. You can't, you can't instruct a Z move, yeah. Oh, really? Um, yeah, and even then, it wouldn't make it go first. I don't... Well, even then, the Orangaroo would have to go first, because I don't think instruct has priority. And, oh, Toy Scar, I guess. <laughs> I guess that would be such a, like, a niche thing to play. Uh... 
So I, I see some problems with it just because there's like a prevalence of fairy types. Everybody's running like one or two Tapus at least right now. Um, though to be fair, the meta is going to be different by the time Clinger Scales is available because we're not going to be playing on Sun and Moon. We'll be playing on Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. And by then, like we were discussing in the intro, there's going to be a different meta. We don't know what it is, but there's going to be a different meta. And so it could be something that takes fairy types out of rotation, you know, or makes the Tapus not worthwhile. Just just a thought to put in there. So I that's the first piece of news, though, was this Como-O becoming almost viable. Perhaps. <laughs> almost kind of viable. Maybe. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, it's kind of surprised other Pokemon, like other Poison-type Pokemon, haven't really gone up in the ranks because of them. Uh, Muck I- is probably the best one because of that. But even then, like, most Poison-type Pokemon, like, the problem is Lele exists, right, for Poison-types. So... Mm. Lele doesn't, uh, Lele will just hit those poison types, but Muck is a good example of getting around that just because of the dark typing, but then it still just takes neutral damage. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get the resist. So there, there, there's like drawbacks. Uh, we'll see how it goes though. I would really like to see a meta without Tapus in it, but <laughs> unfortunately that's not where we are in Pokemon right now. Yeah. I just remember like coming to OU when Gen 7 happened. Cause like, I was just like priority straight OU new generation. And so... I, I came in on OU, and it was just a mess because of all the Tapus and Ultra Beasts. And I have to say, most of the Ultra Beasts became really underwhelming after we got post-bank. And even now, like, in VGC, you look at how many Ultra Beasts actually made it. I think Zerkatree made it to worlds, the world stage, and that's about it. Uh, okay, so let's move on. Actual trailer. Actual trailer had some really cool stuff in it. And I think the better thing that came out of this was they started to do their actual, like, news updates for Sun and Mo- Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. So there's no doubt in my mind that when Koro Koro drops in September, we're going to have actual news. Oh my gosh, I'm just losing my train of thought right now. There's going to be a demo. Uh, that's what I'm trying to say. There's going to be a demo. Um, but the, let me let me open up. I had it opened up. Poke- oh, there it is. Uh, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon.com. Uh, or no, this is just Pokemon Sun Moon.com. They just changed it to Ultra Sun Ultra Moon now. But... Uh, if you look at it, there's some really cool stuff. Uh, the Alola region map, I think, is the biggest thing. They they released a new Alola region map showing this like ominous dark cloud above Pony Island, which I'm just like, yay, we're going to get Ultra Beast story. Because I don't know about you guys, I was really hoping from Sun and Moon to actually have like more Ultra Beast in the story than there was. <laughs> um, just I, I was really disappointed by the lack of Ultra Beast included in the story. I was really hoping that because we saw Tapu Koko like go and fight Buzzwool slash Faramosa, depending on what game you're in, and I was uh, I was really hoping for something like that, but unfortunately, that's not true. Um, let's see. Uh, looking at the map though, there's a few things. There's a few differences that I, I've been like I've been studying this, just so you know, <laughs> to uh, to just see if there's any changes that I've missed. So in in the uh, Sun and Moon. Uh, the Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon map of Alola. There's a few things to point out. First is that Brooklet Hill on Akala Island no longer has water in it, it looks like. So that's really interesting, which means that our water type trial probably isn't happening there like it did in Sun and Moon. So hmm. that's really that's really interesting to think about. Like we're We're definitely getting trials moved around, which I think is probably the coolest thing. Um, they're uh-huh. no longer going to be in the same place. And maybe there's just more trials in general. Or not more, but different trials in general. Just kind of like how in Black and White 2, we got like Verbank City and uh, different normal type gym leader and stuff like that. I, I think this would be really cool. Uh, what, how, what do you guys think of that? 
I would be excited by getting a new trial captain. That would be cool too. I mean, in the trailer, we got to see a few different things. Um, first of all, being the uh, the what's the flying type elite four member? I completely uh, forgot her name. She plays golf. Um, that relates to flying. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, it's going to chase after the ball when it's in the air, I guess. But other than that, you're you're not wrong. Uh, her name was Kahili. That's it, Kahili. Um, she, you see, get to see her without her Z ring on, which is actually really interesting in the trailer. So it looks like we're going to be able to see her much earlier on in the story. It would be interesting if she was still running her trial, though. I guess there's probably some kind of age limit on running trials. I, I don't know exactly what the qualifications are, but I think they're meant to be vague. Uh, you get to see her. You also get to see what is the? Oh my gosh, I totally forgot the guy's name already. I am just a mess today. Um, so the other guy's name is, uh, uh, it's, uh, one of the guys that challenges you as a champion for, uh, the champion of the, uh, league. Yeah. He's in the trailer as well, which is really interesting. And I'm interesting to see this or interested to see this. So uh, all of these things are really cool. And I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that. And, uh, also let's take a moment and Ryoka, when you see him, you're in a location that looks very similar to Lieutenant Surge's gym. And I have some theories about this, mostly things that I want, probably nothing possible. Um, I don't know if, I don't know if you guys have thought about this too much, but if you look at, if you look at Ryoka's location, it very much looks like the Vermilion City gym because there's trash cans everywhere. And I think that that, that could be a facility, quote unquote, that you go through kind of like a battle frontier. You get to go through like all of the gyms from Kanto or something. Hmm. And I think that would be really cool because I don't I don't see them letting us go to Kanto, obviously, because Sun and Moon took up pretty much the whole cartridge themselves. So I don't think they're going to put in a new map or anything. But I think it would be really cool. It's like we've, we've been asking for a battle frontierish facility for a while. And I think it would be really cool to give us, you know, like the Kanto gym facility or whatever it is and you get eight gyms with a bunch of puzzles in it and at the end and you get battle points through it or something like that i don't know what what did you what do you guys think of that or anything honestly with the vermilion gym being there i had not thought about it being the vermilion gym i just recognized the character because i'm always tired of him challenging me he's like the most (laughs) frequent one (laughs) it wouldn't be too surprising especially with the battle tree we've seen different gym leaders and champions i think it'd be cool and come and go so it's not too surprising seeing other trainers from other gyms well other regions come to aloha so it's i think you might open i think it would just be really interesting if that happened you know um just getting like just some kind of facility just just give me something out of the ordinary i've been asking for something like that for a while just it whether it be um just like pokemon battle revolution had all those really cool battle modes i thought that was really interesting that played really well the Battle Frontier in general, both both of them, both the fourth gen version and the third gen version. Though I think we can all agree the third gen version, which was much more superior, um, and so uh, I, I just hope that we gave us some kind of battle facilities to play around with. That, that's all I'm hoping for, and uh, so that that's cool. If we go back to the map, though, on the map as well, you'll notice that all of the empty lots that were in Alola, because you can actually see those from the maps, those are all filled now. Um. One of those was revealed, the one in uh, Haoli City um, on Mele Mele Island. If you go, if you see the trailer, they run past it. It kind of looks like a photo studio. And then 
in Game Informer's interview with Game Freak, they got an exclusive about how there's this new photo mode so you can take cool pictures with your Pokemon and whatnot. And so it's uh, it's a waste of your time. Uh, <laughs> the developers at Game Freak like seemed really proud of it, and I felt really bad, actually. Because I'm like, there are just so many of these features you guys probably work really hard to put in these games that a majority of us just don't care about. <laughs> you know? Like they were they were like super enthused about having this new mode with photos and everything in it. And I just see it being one of these things that we all try once because the tutorial forces us to. And then we just never use it again. Yep. And yeah, I'm just I'm so disappointed. I was hoping for gyms. Gyms are dead in the water now. I was hoping for gyms too, and I'm very sad. Yeah, gyms are gyms are dead in the water. There's no way that there's gonna be gyms. Uh but we there are gonna be different uh there are going to be different uh, trial captains, more than likely. Or at least different locations and different trials. Like, it's not going to be the same trials. Which I'm really excited for, actually. Because maybe we'll get... I, I don't know. I'd, I'd be... They, they had three extra Z-stones, or Z-crystals, at the end of the game. And had no trial captains for them. And I was really disappointed by that, with the Ice, the Flying, and the Psychic. I was really disappointed that those were, like, very lackluster in going to obtain them. And I kind of hope that we can uh, we can remedy that. Like, give me 10 trials. I'd be totally down with 10 trials. Because I was kind of hoping, like, you know, Melee Melee Island, they go, oh, we only have one. I'm like, okay, this is Tutorial Island. That's fine. You can only have one. And then you get to Akala, and then there's three. And then every other island from there on out has fewer trial captains than three. So don't make me lackluster again, Game Freak. Don't make it, don't make it sad. Uh, and I think the uh, I think the thing that hurts my wallet the most out of all this, though, is the fact that we got confirmation that you get a different type of Z-Ring in Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. In Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, they are changing the Z-Ring to be a Z-Power Ring, is what they say. Oh, boy. Uh, it, it, is, it is black, but it also uh, contains other crystals, um, which is really uh fun there's also going to be a toy version of it so that's nice to know um uh, it does look like it fits the old z crystals so i don't have to go back and like buy new crystals but uh there is a z power ring now it's interesting it's gonna be cool and i'm gonna have to buy it i'm gonna have to buy it (laughs) now wait, wait what if they don't fit this old z crystals uh it looks like it does in the picture on the website because they have the toy version on the website and it looks like they have the old crystals on the side of it. And the, it looks like the clips are very similar to the clips that are already on the uh, Z-Ring now. But it, if it doesn't, if it doesn't, Maximus, I'm still going to be really, I'm just going to buy it anyway. I'm going to be really sad uh, <laughs> that I have to spend so much money to get all these Z-Crystals. Actually, speaking of that, though, like I Snag, Snag sent this a while ago in our uh, Viridian Guild chat. But the one thing he sent to us was the fact that you can go get, like, Snorlaxium Z and Munium Z. And I really want to import those from Japan. You don't know how bad. I think it would be really cool. Uh, the Z-Ring's also different, though, because you can, like... There's, like, a twisting mode. I don't know what that's going to do. I, I wonder if that's for Pokemon Fusion. Maybe the uh, Necrozma to uh, Solgaleo and Lunala in their, like, Necrozma forms is because of, like... it's It's some kind of Z-Power... That's attached to it. I don't know. I just hope there's a cooler dance. Um, 
Let's see. Anything else that came out? Not really, other than Duskform Lycanroc. Um, it was also revealed that the center, the story is going to center around Necrozma. Surprise, surprise. And uh, I, I don't know. I'm just really looking forward to this story. Like Sun and Moon were probably the, some of the most story-driven Pokemon games that have ever existed. Yeah. And I am really looking forward to seeing what they do with this story, just because I, I think it is actually going to be good. Like the other one was decent. Like, um, it wasn't, it wasn't. Go, like great by video game standards it was great by pokemon standards but i i'm really excited to see what they do here like i want to know the lore behind necrozma this has been itch i've been itching to hear the lore for like the past uh i guess it's been on like 10 months since pokemon sun and moon came out so i really want to know the lore behind necrozma more fully i don't know uh, if that's going to carry the story though because sun and moon had a by Pokemon standards, a quite good story, and so yeah. the bar is uh, set high. I I think there's a lot of unexplored territory here, in my opinion. I think you could I think they could have expanded on the Ultra Beast more, like I was saying before. And that, you know, we see these Ultra Beasts like battle it out. I wanna I wanna see them battle it out some more. You know? <laughs> like I want I want like there to be a problem with the Ultra Beast. I want them to be causing trouble around Alola. Because we, we were warned about how Ultra Beasts are bad for Alola or whatever, right? Um, and during the story of Sun and Moon. And we never actually got to see that firsthand, you know? I I would like to be like, okay, uh, Nihiligo is causing problems on Mele Mele Island. You need to go stop it. And then you go stop it. You catch it because you have the Beast Ball. And I, I really hope that that can continue forward. Something, something like that. Just more story instead of being like, here's Ultra Beast as an afterthought. You know? And I, I think that I think there's a way you could do that. You can definitely engage the story a bit more in that way. I mean, we have a dark ominous cloud. I want. <laughs> I feel like it's got to drive the story a little bit more, right? Um, I don't know. I, I I don't know if there's anything you guys think about this. I wonder if you go to the uh, islands in a different order. Actually, if that that would be cool is an important feature. Well, it's over Pony Island, so Pony Island is your last island. Yes, but if anyway. that's an important cloud to the plot, maybe you go to it sooner, I'm thinking, mm. perhaps. Like, maybe that you go to one section of the island, but don't get to travel to the whole right, island until later. Right, possibly. Yeah. I mean, they could, yeah, they could just have people dancing in the middle of the road for no reason and stopping you from going. Uh, it would also be, I mean, I, you could see the authorities, like, stopping you from going further in the island just because they're scared of the cloud. Mm-hmm. Which so you would get be interesting permission. itself. Yeah, until you get permission or something like that. That would be like you have to challenge the league to get there. I think that would, that's interesting. Like say, oh, it's the champion. He's come to take care of this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, something like that. I think, I think that is the correct train of thought. I don't know. I'm very interested. I I like I am excited for this story. This is the first time I have legitimately been excited for like a Pokemon video game story. <laughs> like I want to know what's happening. I want to know what's going on. Tell me what's going on. And then they tell me to go play the game myself. So we'll see. I mean, there's a few new locations around. I mean, there's some like more shoreline here and there. Um, specifically on Mele Mele Island, you can see behind the hotel, there's actually a beach where there was no beach before. And I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. And actually, if you look at Pony Island, the, uh, the rocks preventing you from surfing in different places is gone. Um, and they've, well, they've actually reversed and switched, so that's also interesting. I'm. I wonder if you can surf directly to Executor Island this time. 
though that is that is the last piece actually we'll, we'll wrap up with this um if you watch the trailer it seems that npc pokemon are like a thing that is just huge right now you see like executor walking around on the executor island there's a rock ruff that follows you and this concerns me a significant amount uh because the pokemon community itself like sees this rock ruff following you around and a lot of the people who speculate are like, no, Pokemon's not going to follow you. And that's like my rational response, you know? And typically when these things happen, people overspeculate and go, Pokemon are going to follow you again. Yeah. And this time they're all like, Pokemon aren't going to follow you. So I feel a little crazy. Um, and to the point where I'm just like, was I, was I saying that to be a hipster or was I legitimately thinking that? Because now I want to be like, Pokemon are going to follow you because of this clip. Uh, mm. Game Freak knows what they're doing. They're, uh, they're putting, they put a rock rough in there that follows you. It, um, there are definitely several other clips where there are no Pokemon following you in the trailer, which seems to support that Pokemon won't follow you. But they're all those walking animations. Remember those walking animations they found in Sun and Moon? Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be really cool if it was like a thing you could toggle on and off, right? Uh, yeah. So I'm just going to leave that seed there, and I'm not going to leave my actual position on whether Pokemon are going to follow you or not. See, the thing is with that, I don't feel like all the Pokemon are going to be able to do this, if anything. Uh, that's true. I could see that. I mean, it could be like um, Pokemon Platinum. Pokemon Platinum, they did like a very limited Pokemon following you in Amenity Square, if you remember that. There were like 15 Pokemon that were able to follow you. Though I think they opened it up in Platinum to like every Pokemon could follow you in Amenity Square. So it could be something similar to that. Um, it could be something similar to that. I mean, this is essentially Pokemon Platinum anyway, <laughs> but it's like Pokemon Platinum Plus. It's like third version plus a little bit more. So it's it's a really interesting concept. I don't know what to expect, and I don't think Game Freak knows what to expect either. So it's it's just really, really, really interesting. I'm gonna check this out. I'm pretty sure I meant these square existed though, and uh, I let me. I will double check. Amen. Itty up. Oh, nope. I messed it up. Square. Nope. I don't remember the name of this location. It happened though. I promise. So <laughs> that's, uh, unless you guys have anything else you want to add, um, um, I'm going to get, I was wondering about either paradise cause it's still there. So what would that yeah, it's still be? there. Yeah. Uh, there was like a small snip of like the Aether foundation, um, like helping a, a thing. Uh, they were helping a, an Alolan Vulpix in it. I, they could be good guys this time for all we know. I'm, I'm interested yeah. because that they're about universe. played already. Yeah. yeah. So I think they could just be good guys this time. And then that's it. Like, so we're good like, guys. So it's like Oras pretty much. Like one team's good in one reality, another team's bad and vice versa. I yeah. I, I, I could see, I could just see like straight up. You're just like. Yeah, Team Skull's evil now, uh, and Wait, none of this. I thought they, I thought they were been evil. Well, they, no, they were evil. Um, they were evil, and they were hired by. But it could just be like Team Skulls just being something. I could see an introduction of another team, which would be really cool. Uh, because yeah, I mean, if you're all dressed in the same clothes, you're definitely evil. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, that seems uh, to be the general consensus for Pokemon nowadays. What's that um, saying? Yeah. Skull was it Skull and Crossbones or what is it? Yeah, that's it. There should be a team Crossbones. Oh, that'd be cool. I mean, it'd be interesting if there's just like a, a new team. Um, I'm sure we'll hear something next month about what's going on. Like we're we'll getting a little bit more, but 
But I, I mean, that's still like three weeks away before we'll even hear anything. So, uh, yeah, in like three weeks though, I definitely expect more news. Like somewhere around the uh, somewhere around the fifteenth of September, we're gonna get some more news. Probably before then, actually. So we have two more episodes before we'll be able to talk about something more. <laughs> mm. uh, just watch out, though. Watch out. It's going to happen. So that is going to be it for the topic, guys. We are going to take a short break, and we're going to come back at you with the Pokemon of the episode. So we will catch you on the flip-flop. Tonight on Audino MD. But I cannot do heal pulse until I get my PP off. Will Dr. Audino MD be able to save the poor orphan Skidoo? Find out tonight at 7 p.m. on Audino MD. And welcome back, guys, to the Pokemon of the episode. Uh, this week it is National Dex number 301, Delcaddy, the Prim Pokemon. Delcaddy prefers to live an unfettered existence in which it can do as it pleases at its own pace. Because this Pokemon eats and sleeps whenever it decides, its daily routines are completely random. Uh, Delcaddy is also an awful Pokemon. Terrible. I forgot that. Oh my it's, god. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, so Delcaddy is in the PU tier, obviously. Um, let me read you its stats real quick. Uh, base HP of 70, base attack and defense of 65, base special attack and special defense of 55, and base speed of 70. Nothing about this Pokemon is good. Oh wait, Gen 7, it got a boost speed to 90. Um, it is, uh, it is still awful. Like, that, that doesn't do anything for it. What's even worse is, like, its move pool is garbage as well. Like, its move pool isn't great. It gets access to play rough. Which is something, but even on top of that, it just like its move pool is subpar. I, See, just I by, believe. Just... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I just just by looking at this Pokemon, I feel like this is more of a support Pokemon than a natural damage even, dealing Pokemon. Even, even by then, those standards, even if you do that, like this is off. Like for PU, this is bad. Like. Um, it, it does get the ability normalized, which makes all of his attacks normal type, which does mean everything it has gets stabbed plus the 1.2 times, uh, power up. But even then, that's like not enough. It gets fake out, which is really nice. Um, you can do normal type thunder wave. Uh, normal type thunder wave. That doesn't to get do those it. ground types. Yeah, I think that's about it. Um, that's a thing. Uh, and Whoa. then you can get, uh, it gets sucker punch for some priority and it gets returned. Um, it does get, like I said, play rough. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest running a special set on this either because, um, it's special move pool isn't that great either. It's, it does not get a lot of things. Um, it's special move pool is actually really good, but you're working off of a 55 special attack. Yeah. Uh, it gets access to Zen headbutt. That's another thing. It's got that. ice beam, thunderbolt. So, like it's got all of the special moves cause it's a normal type. Yeah. It just has terrible stats. Oh my gosh, are its stats awful? It's just like, I, I just can't believe it. Like, I, like, I've seen bad Pokemon before. Like, we, we can say generically bad Pokemon, like Delibird, you know? For, for obvious reasons because it's a Delibird. But like, this is the first time I've actually looked at a Pokemon and been like, wow, this is just bad at being a Pokemon. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, I, but I will consider this is a Route 1 Pokemon, though. 
Is it? But it's well, not. Get, well, no, well, not in that sense. Like, it's one of the early Pokemon you can just get. Like Watchhog and Eradicate. I guess. I guess you could super catch hard it to catch though. Like, it had an absurdly low catch. This, on, like, this appearance is, rate. Is, this is definitely um, like uh, Ruby and Sapphire. This is definitely like a Pokemon for. Uh, this is definitely a Pokemon that you would see used as like just like one of those collectors Pokemon, and it's not a Pokemon that you do for competitive with. Or like, you could use it with contests. I think there was a big push for Delcaddy to be like, oh, you can use it in a contest. I, I think that would be the only use for it, personally. Um, looking at it, I mean, some people are running. Uh, what is it? Two fifty two attack, two fifty two speed, Jolly. This is in PU and Life Orb or Silk Scarf. I mean, this it's still garbage. Like. <laughs> I, I can't express how much this is just is garbage, and I can't I can't get over it. And now I I assure you somebody's gonna be like, well, Dale Caddy's like this great this one specific thing in P. No, and I'm just gonna be like, no, I'm no. pretty sure it's not. Uh, no, too bad it's not bulkier because it does get cosmic power. Yeah, right. It's just it doesn't do anything. It's just gonna mm. die, yeah. like anything in PU. I'm I'm pretty sure in PU. There has to be something that, like, some fighting type that's just like, see you later, Delcaddy. Um, let's see. There has to be a fighting type in, uh, are there no fighting types in PU? Probably because the fighting types are actually good. Uh, Hitmonchan. Hitmonchan? Hitmonchan's PU? Yeah, what's up with that? Oh. Uh, Hitmonchan is definitely gonna knock it out. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was gonna be an RU or something, but PU? No, huh. yeah. Uh, Pissimian's also down there too, it turns out. Um, oh yeah, Pacinia sucks until it gets defiant. Primeape and uh, Polyrath are there. Um, all of these are knocking out Delcaddy. Delcaddy's gone. Uh, they're all faster than Delcaddy too, I think. Um, oh no, Hitmonchan's base speed is 70. But even then, like, oh my gosh. It's just Polyrath not... is pretty slow too. Yeah, Polyrath yeah, is slow. Uh, Primeape, Primeape, I think, is base 95, I think. Yeah, Primeape would be faster. Yeah. I've, uh, I've seen so many. Um, I'm actually um, surprised that Primeape's down there because Primeape for the longest time was UU. That was like two generations ago, I think. You know what? Probably it's been a really long time since I've paid attention to lower tiers significantly. Um, throw, throw is also in here. See, throw's not a bad Pokemon though. Yeah, I don't actually understand that one. Well, I mean, if there's something better, then that's how you wind wind up in the lower tier. That you're you're not wrong. But you're not wrong. Yeah, I mean, that must mean there are enough fighting types that better ones are in higher tiers. Alolan Raichu yeah. is down here, wow. Uh, Alolan what? Alolan Raichu. And PU? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, right? I'm amazed just like you What's are. regular Raichu? PU. Wait, both Raichus are in PU? Yeah, I can't believe it either. It's fine. And where's Pikachu? Uh, Pikachu actually is, I do not know. Um, Pikachu's in PU as well. Even the light ball set? That's kind of weird. Yeah. Hmm. It's all in PU. So look at that. Uh, I don't think, I don't think PU banned light ball. So, uh, there are actually a lot of rules in PU, it turns out. Pokemon may not carry recycle and hold a Lepaberry in conjunction with heal pulse and milk drink, moonlight, morning sun, recover, rouge, slack off, soft boiled or wish. Um, you may not hold a Lepaberry while carrying Recycle and Paint Split. Pokemon may not hold a Lepaberry while carrying Recycle and Fling. Um, that's the, that's, that's pretty much, uh, the Endless Battle Clause. You can't do that. Um, yeah. Evasion Clause is still in effect. Moody Clause, Oko Clause, Sleep Clause, Species Clause, Baton Pass Clause. 
uh, because we just decided to ban that. Um, in addition to that, you can't have shadow tag, drought, or drizzle. And yeah, it's really weird. Uh, it's really weird. That's a weird tier. I never want to go there. That's just like a scary place. Uh, Delcaddy though, awful. It does have one TCG card that's in rotation until Thursday. Um, <laughs> from Primal Clash. It is, uh, it is a colorless Delcaddy. Um, with, uh, 80 HP, so you know it's good. Um, <laughs> with, uh, one, for one energy, it does replace. Move as many energy attached to your Pokemon to your other Pokemon in any way you like. And for double colorless, you get play rough, which is 30. And you can get another 30 if you roll a heads. Or flip a heads. Wow. What garbage. That is uh, really bad. Wow. Yeah. Delcaddy, give it some love, I guess, guys. Um, it did have a Crystal Guardians card I saw. I want to actually was very curious about that. There's a Delcaddy EX in Crystal Guardians. Um, it was still normal type then. Wow. Okay. Uh, this is back when EXs, uh, were essentially GX Pokemon, and its attacks weren't any better. Okay. So, <laughs> um, I really thought they were gonna make it not normal type, but they decided, hey, Delcaddy needs no love. Its shiny is actually cool. I'll give it that props. It actually has one of the better shinies. Uh, it's like red instead of, like, puke green. Um, and it has no trivia. So that's Delcaddy for you guys. Uh, sometimes I fly. Have some fun with that one this week. I'm excited to see your article. <laughs> I'm excited to see your article. So, uh, other than that, check out VocalPodcast.com to see all of these articles. Um, we are going to come back at you guys with the mailbag. So let's let's go over there. It's mail time. It's time for the mailbag. Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. Mail! And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros. The energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. That was really good, actually. I like that. Maximus wins. Uh, I do not (laughs) <laughs> as as always, as always, the Green Taurus badge will be given out to the uh, the anybody we deem worthy to have it. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead read some emails. Last well, last week we asked you what do you think of all this news because it just came out. Um, I'll probably propagate it forward, but we'll see how we how we feel about it. Um, okay, so we're gonna go ahead and read these emails. Um, for those of you who are new, this is where the segment where we ask for fans to send in emails. Oh, uh, this Brian is wrong. Uh, this is not one. So we're going to start with Trainer Flamepox. Um, and so uh, I have some more questions for you guys. But this is the segment where the show where you can send in an email about anything you want. And we will more than likely read it on the show. Though we do have – we do take some discretion. Um, so we're going to go ahead and read these emails. Last week we asked you guys, like I said, what is your favorite part about the news? And we're going to go ahead and read this. So – our first email is from Trainer Flamepox. Hi, everyone. This is my first time writing in. I've been listening to Puckle for a while now, and it is fantastic. I love the regular episodes and also Game Corner. I want to talk about the Roast Thatch episode and the theme music. I do have to say that when I searched for Pokemon Podcast on iTunes and gave Puckle a listen for the first time, I almost decided not to continue just because of the music. 
However, I've grown fond of it over time. Maybe the quality isn't exactly the best, but I don't think it should be changed. If you plan on changing, just re-record it or something. Or have fans submit their own covers of songs, and then you can play a different one each time. <laughs> Send me a cover then. Nobody has sent me a cover. Um, anyway, the mailbag. From the video the Pokemon company put out, you can see the player running around with a rock rough for like half a millisecond, which makes me wonder, will we be able to walk around with Pokemon, like in Heart Gold and Soul Silver? I love Johto, so bringing old features from it would be wonderful. Uh, let me know if this was too long. It absolutely wasn't. Uh, not at all. Not like that. Not at all. That, this is a pretty short email. Uh, I don't know about the walking Pokemon thing. We talked about that during the topic, so we don't know. Um, I, I'm going to probably say uh, uh, probably no, but uh, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Maximus, I'll give you this next one from Maravon. Um it's the second one that started up. Second one down as well, gotcha. because we're only doing three today. <clears throat> Hello, Batch and Co. This is my first time writing in, and I would like to say thanks for making a welcoming and addictively listenable podcast. I recently got back into Pokemon and listening to you guys for a few months now. I love the banter and the sense of community that Puckle gives. And all the Pokemon content, of course. I just got myself a 2DS. So to answer the mailbag question, all of it. I can't wait to play Pokemon uh, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Moon. I hope I get at least a bit into the competitive side of Pokemon once they release it. In the meantime, I'm working on a Nuzlocke of Pearl. And my wife just got me heart gold for my birthday. So I'm keeping busy. Lucky? Yeah, right? Heart gold's so expensive right now. It's like massively expensive. See, this is why I keep my games and I don't trade them in. Exactly, right? Especially Pokemon games. Oh, yeah. They never go down, really. Like, I think think Pokemon Coliseum is super expensive right now. Um, Like, two... A lot of Nintendo games in general, just like, they do really well. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Pokemon Coliseum, I think though, is worth like a ton right now. Um, Pokemon Coliseum on Amazon. Let's just use Amazon. Um, well, I couldn't Sorry. find Coliseum, but I could find XD, and that's going for one hundred and thirty-seven dollars. So, see, see, I got lucky when I found mine. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, I, my brother asked for them for Christmas last year. And I spent so long going because I'm not buying them online. I refuse to buy them online because you're going to pay way too much money online. And I, I, I like ran around town just going to use video game stores trying to find them. And I just couldn't. I couldn't find them. But yeah, okay. Uh, does he have more email? I yeah, he has some, just a little bit okay. more. Anyways, thanks for being awesome. I'm looking forward to being a part of the community and actually playing a game around its release. And whatever they say about the music, the closing song is my favorite part of the show. So Bo should feel good about that. Brought to us from Maravon. Yeah. Maravon? Maravon. I'm, I'm sorry if I said that wrong. Maravon. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... Uh... I, I'm really excited. I, I can't wait to just, like, get into it again. It won't be... I don't think anything will be the same for me as, like, X and Y were when Puckle was starting to gear up again. And, like, the PSS came out and we were just having a blast with that. Because RIP PSS, we miss you dearly. 
the festival plaza just isn't the same. So, uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and move on to our last email today uh, from Space Cadet Linian. And I'm going to give this one to you, uh, you Sublime. Sublime. That's your name. That's your name. (laughs) I'm just having like brain farts all day today. Hello, Tofu and friends. Before we get into the mailbag, can we just briefly talk about how tense the VGC finals were? Two interesting, somewhat off-meta teams that showed the real potential of terrain, zerkatry, and why never to just count out a whimsicott. True. Um, with all of the trailers that have dropped over the weekend, I find myself with more questions than I started with. What is that dark fog? What are the lots filled with? Why are we looking into Cartana's pocket of ultraspace? Oh, Yeah. Zooming in on that bizarre bamboo forest reveals a floating Cartana, and the sun in the area is green on an infinite green plane. That's somewhere in ultra space, probably, but where do we? But when do we go there? And why is there a man in here? So many questions. I'm sitting here in a dark basement with about 15 photos and newspaper clippings, all connected with string. Hurry, November. Save me from myself. Fitfully yours, Space Cadet Linian. Hashtag no green Taurus badge. Sent from my Pokénav. I like the scent for my Pokenath. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, I feel like uh, I mentioned the Green Horse Fetch. <laughs> no, he called me Tofu. Uh, yeah, he did. He did. And friends. I'm friends. Yeah. Well, you're the friends, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, friends. I, I, I'm a friend of Tofu, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a friend of Tofu. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. No, it's... uh. Yeah, uh, so that's it for the mailbag. Um, we will go ahead and uh, next week you can email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com and you can uh, email us about whether or not you think Pokemon are going to follow us because I am just really surprised by the lack of people being crazy. So uh, <laughs> prove me wrong, Internet. Prove me wrong. And so, uh, yeah, email that in, pucklepodcast at gmail.com. You can also go ahead and uh, follow us on all of our social media, but you can find all the links to those. Um, we're essentially Puckle Podcast everywhere, except for Twitch, but we can get to that here in a minute. But you can check us out, PucklePodcast.com. There's links to all of our socials. You can go ahead and uh, follow us on Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash Podcast. Then you can go ahead and um, – what else is it? Uh uh oh my gosh i am just having brain farts today subscribe uh, <laughs> to our youtube channel so, oh yeah the youtube's alive now so subscribe to youtube we're at puckle podcast over there we're actually doing the ptu over there and if what? you guys want to yeah if you guys want to see that it comes out every friday ish essentially right now until i mean we don't have like a set schedule right now because recording times are really hard to do it's really hard to get five people in a room together for three hours so <laughs> yeah it turns out so we're gonna keep doing that but the next chance we'll get, we'll record more. There's a, two more episodes in the bank, in the vault right now, and they come out on Fridays. So the next two Fridays, check those, check for those. Um, if you're a patron, you get early access to those. And if you are a, uh, if, so check, if become a patron at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast. There's a few other rewards other than getting videos early. You can also get um, on the live, per, uh, the live patron show that we do every month. And we can also do the, uh, you also get some free Pokemon and stuff like that. It's really cool. It's a fun time. So check that out. Patreon.com slash PucklePodcast. And I think that's typically all of my social stuff. Uh, Twitch is Monday for Jushiro, Tuesday for me, and sometimes Saturday for me, and sometimes Wednesday for Jushiro right now. 
Um, the schedule's still kind of floating around right now, so we're we're getting there. We're getting we're getting we're getting it figured out. So definitely subscribe to Twitch. It's a lot of fun. I I love doing Twitch actually, and we're getting close to 600 uh, followers, which I made Shamu say that he'd shiny hunt at uh, at 600 <laughs> followers. So um, we're we're like dangerously close to that. We're at like 560 followers. So if you haven't already followed us on Twitch, go ahead and follow us on Twitch. Make Shamu shiny hunt and hate his life. So <laughs> you have an Amazon um, Prime account. Yeah, you, you can, can subscribe. Connect. You can yeah. subscribe for free, which is actually really helpful for us. Um, and the last announcement is actually in the description or in the show notes of this show. We have a new merch store. Um, we've moved from Etsy to this new merch store. Uh, it allows us to do like way cooler things. So definitely check that out. It's got a lot of cool designs on it, and we're going to be moving all of the Draft League logos to it for t-shirts as well. So if, you, if you're following the Draft League at all, you get some cool logos and stuff like that. So that is going to be it for me here at uh, – or for us here at the uh, Puckle Studios in the Lavender Town Radio Tower. So I guess I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Sublime. And I'm Mr. Metz. And like I said – Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. It's closing time in Lavender Town. Time to say our goodbyes. It's closing time. Farewell, my friends. I'll Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.